And here we are again. I wasn't sure this this is not on a schedule or anything. This just happens when it needs to happen. Got another dispatch from Bo, our political correspondent from Legion Podcasts, our our home network of Legion Podcasts, and his episodic show, Pick Six Movies, and many other things, many other projects. He's going to share some thoughts on the current political climate, <laughs> current political global warming, and a little bit about the the middle debate. You know, we've got the next one coming up in September. And then I will try to add an, an aside or an afterword. And yeah, we're just kind of doing this as we go, uh, trying to get a little bit more useful and entertaining at the same time. Thank you for taking part in this experiment. I'll see you on the other side. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. We know the air is unfit to breathe and our food is unfit to eat. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller and all we say is please at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel belt and radios and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. Hello again, my red-blooded American friends. It's me, Bo. And this time, we're going to get real with each other. It's time to say that conservatives have been right about the liberals. Not about everything. I don't mean that for a second. There's a lot of conservative hypocrisy around. But we can't change the hearts and minds of our brothers and sisters in America who don't agree with us. At least not the way we've been going about it. While there is most certainly a divide in this country, and that divide has been deepened and widened by the current president, Trump is a symptom of the disease and not the disease itself. For years now, the Republicans have played a dangerous game with the far right, the ones who use Nazi flags as curtains in their bedrooms, and who see themselves as part of a powerful and growing movement to take back America from those who would push it forward into something different and new, and yes, perhaps even unrecognizable from what it had been before. But rather than make that case, those of us on the left have fallen prey to the same pitfalls as those on the right. We hear all the time about how the right wants to own the libs or deride those who believe in social justice as snowflakes or cucks. Sure, that sucks, but you know what else sucks? Calling everyone on the right deplorables. That, that shit has festered. Little secret, I subscribe to Trump's re-election emails. Yeah, it's a bummer to see his big head popping up in my inbox, but it lets me know what the talking points on the right are, and that deplorables line from 2016 is still showing up, and it gets a response from his base. After the shootings in El Paso, I was struck by something Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said, a politician who continues to be impressive. She told those who are slipping into the world of white supremacy, they are welcome to join us again. She said... To those lost souls, quote, there is a mother waiting for you. I know it. I know there's a teacher waiting for you saying, what happened to my kid? What happened to my friend? And we will always be here and hold space for you to come back. We will love you back. You are not too far gone. You know, I, I've got a lot of friends who are outraged by the actions of Trump and his cabinet who are passionate in their defense of the ideals they consider the most American. And I admire and I support that passion. But here's the dirty little secret of America, folks. The one who gets the most votes, or the most electoral college votes, wins. 
elections are won these days by the slimmest of margins. We need those people who voted for Trump to come back to us. The ones who voted for Obama and then turned their backs on Hillary Clinton. We need the ones who have always voted red to consider a different way. Now, some of that's going to fall on deaf ears, most certainly, but we have to offer those who have begun to reconsider their allegiances to the party that turns a blind eye to racism and bigotry for those who want a better life for themselves and their families and loved ones and who thought mistakenly that a man like Trump would be the disruptive force to give it to them. To those people, we have to say, come home to us. We may disagree on details, but we want what you want. Good jobs, healthcare that doesn't bankrupt us, and a sense that our country is the good guy. I am a firm believer that tribalism is stupid on both sides of the political aisle. To tell any of our American brothers or sisters that because of their voting record, they are deplorable, or because of the bumper sticker on their car, they're worthy of only our disdain, that's stupid and it's counterproductive. We need our friends and family to come back to us, and matching name-calling with more name-calling isn't going to help. We need to meet them on the fields of verbal battle with calm and love, and just maybe we can get them back. Even if we don't, the worst they can say of us is that we're a bunch of pansies who want to hug our way out of this mess. And you know what? I'll take that criticism. We have to stop seeing our fellow citizens as the enemy. We have to. We can't make Trump or his team stop forging new and offensive nicknames for those of us on the progressive side, but we can elevate our own debate. Arm yourself with some facts on the subjects you care most about, and when you're dealing with someone on the right, don't be afraid to say, you know, I'm not really familiar with that. Let me do some research. Or even, hey, we disagree on that, but I still value your opinion. There's an old Jimmy Stewart movie called Harvey, all about an invisible seven-foot-tall rabbit. It's filled with little gems of wisdom, but the one most relevant here is this. He said, in life, you may be oh so smart or oh so pleasant. For many years I was smart. I recommend pleasant. I'm not suggesting we don't fight for the things we believe in, but we have to do it in a way that respects the decisions of our fellow Americans, even if, and especially if, we disagree with them. Criticize the elected officials, but do so in a way that's inclusive rather than exclusive. Give people the choice, the option to come to an agreement, or God forbid, a compromise with us, and let's see how that works for a while. Who's to say, maybe Gandhi and Martin Luther King Jr. knew what the fuck they were talking about when they talked about nonviolent protests and loving your neighbor? Oh, and for a quick recap on the second round of debates... Mayor Pete continues to impress. Elizabeth Warren still makes the best case for her to be the nominee. Kamala faltered some. Beto needs to go home. And Joe Biden keeps on reminding us whippersnappers why he shouldn't be allowed to operate politics after sundown. All right, that's enough for now. Talk to you knuckleheads again after the September debates. And get out there and help somebody vote. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! All right, thank you very much, Bo. Our correspondent, our... We've got to come up with a good title for Bo when he checks in on these things. But like like he said, with the going out and voting thing, uh, I wanted to just add a couple things to that, that pretty rad uh, report that we just heard from the man. And I might get into more specifics uh, with a schoolhouse scotch on the rocks 
or high school, depending on how I'm altering my, my reality. Anyway, I might get into some more specifics and dive a little deeper in a special on the Electoral College versus the popular vote. I've had a couple people ask to have that fleshed out or discussed a little bit more. I agree with a lot of what Bo said. I will admit, after the 2016 election, I was... I'm still fucking mad as hell, but I considered the, how fucking stupid are you, you voted for him, or why why did you vote for a third party when there was such a risk? But really, those those issues can be very real or very non-existent to some people. But what is very real is that America generally, statistically, is about 26th behind in the ranking of all quote-unquote developed nations in voter turnout. For the, the 2016 presidential and other elections, for instance, I, I've said this before and I'll say it again, if did not vote but could have was a person, they would be our president right here in America. About 100 million people who could have voted didn't. So that's 43%. Right there, that's 43%. By comparison, Donald J. Trump, current resident of the United States, who got 304 electoral votes, you need 270 to win, he got 62,980,160 votes. Hillary Clinton, one of the more disliked Democratic candidates in recent memory to run for president, had 227 electoral votes, but she had 65,845,063. So that is about 3 million more votes, but that is also about 35 million fewer votes than didn't vote. Uh, Gary Johnson, the libertarian candidate, got 4,488,000 votes. Jill Stein got 1,457,050 votes. And Evan McMullen, who I totally forgot all about, got 728,830 votes. So, yeah, voting. It, it, a lot of it comes down to it. You know, that, that'll be one of the large arguments you hear is, I don't vote because it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't fucking matter because you don't vote. Not you. You're, if you're listening to this, I'm sure you vote. That's one of the really cool things that has happened so far in the life of this show and the growth of this show is that I've had so many, and I love political conversation if you couldn't tell. Uh, you know, Bo says, you know, find a good way. Yelling at people, you can't have a good conversation that way. I still get pissed. I still do my fascist taunting, all that other fun shit. But with, like, real people, you can have a disagreement. There's a lot of middle ground. And I've had a lot of conversations with people, like I was saying, that saw things differently. Until the orange mushroom cloud descended upon this nation. There were protest voters. There were people who just couldn't vote for the quote-unquote lesser of two evils, and that's 
an argument you've heard before and many times, but there were people that were seeing the larger ramifications of politics. There, there are people that didn't think about, you know, so far there have been 130 lifetime federal judiciary appointments under the Trump regime, two of those in the Supreme Court. We've had a lot of talks about what the Supreme Court's doing, a lot of what they're going to do. So, yeah, all, all things aside, as a non-elected official in America, protest and voting are the two things I always advocate. Protest is obviously changing here and there and everywhere. Um, there's a lot more violence. Although, you know, the first big protest I ever went to, I was in fourth grade and neo-Nazis came in and busted people's heads then. Uh, this was one of five. The 2016 election was one of five elections where the person with the popular vote did not become president. There's 1824, 1876, 1888, 2000, and the most recent time. Dabble into the Electoral College thing, see if this gets anybody interested or less interested. The three states, the big three that pushed Trump over the edge, Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Michigan, between those three states, there was less than 90,000 votes altogether that put him over. So even if it was even, that's 30,000 people in each state. I don't think we should have an electoral college, but that might just be because I grew up with the, the view of politics thinking that, you know, majority rule and fair is fair. And that a lot of that was quickly dashed against the rocks of reality. But as to what Bo said about the voters, getting the people back, getting the people that jumped parties, some of that did happen in the 2018 primary. The blue wave wasn't that huge, but it is huge that the Democrats retook the House. It's been a really long time since anybody other than the Republicans have been in charge of anything other than the White House in the big three. The, the Senate, the House, and the executive branch. There were a lot of studies done about the Obama-Trump voters, the, the people that switched from supporting Obama to supporting Trump. I've complained about Obama before, but you can criticize all presidents. That's one of the wonderful things about taking part in a democracy is you can criticize the fucking leaders. Depending on which study, there were about three main studies. So I'm trying to go uh, an average between them all was that from Obama in 2012 to Trump in 2016, 6.7 to 9.2 million people. That's a little under 11% of Obama voters ended up voting for Trump. You could say it's misogyny. You can say people didn't want another, I mean, a Clinton or a Bush had been in the White House since I was a kid. A lot of reasons. Uh, looking backward can only help you understand moving forward a little bit. Some people dwell on that too lopsidedly. But that's a pretty, I mean, 6 to 10 million people is pretty big. Now, granted, like, like Bo said, and I think I'll say a little thing about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez in the, you know, welcoming people back, the people that haven't gone over the edge into not coming back and what is a very tribalist society. It's, it's weird because there's 
people that earnestly feel that way and people who like to pretend that they feel that way to annoy people because that's fun. And at what point does it matter if you're cosplaying as a Nazi or you're a Nazi or you're cosplaying as a person who says racist shit versus somebody who believes racist shit or somebody who doesn't say that they disapprove of concentration camps full of children on the southern border or a lot of things that you can take issue but that like like Bo said look into what what interests you I, I kind of do scattershot everywhere because that's that's my thing but I've always been interested in voting rights they've that a lot of people lose voting rights uh, we just recently had the anniversary of the 18th amendment which gave women the right to vote but really not until we had the civil rights act where it actually covered all women and we we can really go from there to there to there to there you know with the all men created equal written by slave owners and yada 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 but what alexandria ocasio-cortez said and i really like that and like i said i'm you see me i i love to cause some trouble but ultimately if anybody that i disagree with wants to have an actual conversation I am down for that. And uh, I listened to an interview with her recently, and she was asked about that statement. And she just said that she's talked to those mothers that she referenced that is waiting for someone to come home. She's talked to people that have been hurt by division. And she's young. Uh, old people don't often come up with new ideas or the ideas of the future. That is what the young are for. Things are so intense and we can be really beat down and worn out. And I feel like I still pay about as much attention to politics as I always have since I became more politically aware in high school. But it is like R.J. McCready said. Nobody, nobody trusts anybody now. We're all very tired. It's an interesting time. And like Bo said, go help somebody to vote. And he was pretty, pretty spot on uh, about the Democratic debates. It's going to be whittled down probably uh, the next one in, in September in Texas. They each, uh, that's when the next level of, not difficulty level, but if, if it was a video game, it's a difficulty level. You need to have more unique donors and do better in more polls uh, at this point there are about 10 of the 200,000 who have qualified some are close some are very much not close anyway thank you very much Bo I look forward to hearing more of this I hope this was an interesting quick little thing for anybody else but yeah thank you very much Bo and we will be back next with either a uh, news slash politics update or a regular episode i'm it depend <laughs> things move so fast thanks everybody Blech.
Start!